Good morning. It's another beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's episode, we're going to talk with Peter Reese. He's making a documentary series about those who've overcome adversity through the power of creating art. Today's December 4th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming at downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android with our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app or by using the TuneIn app. On the show, you can reach us with contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org or on Instagram and Facebook. We have podcasts everywhere and information about the show, about us, and about our newest book is on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. December is upon us. Um, uh, the, The year end is fast approaching. All kinds of things happening in the old Pueblo. Um, Many events to cover. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about taking that mental health break. Uh, You know, this show, uh, the station has a a focus on uh, removing the stigma around, you know, seeking help with with medical, uh, mental health issues. And, uh, you know, from, from its inception, the station is try to bring uh, light to some of these issues and if you know stay tuned to to the uh, station here later on today you'll have Ty Logan with Heavy Mental and with that in mind I wanted to um, present with you an interview I did with a gentleman named Peter Reese he's working on a documentary documentary series started with himself and is now moving to others about overcoming adversity dealing with um, uh, challenges in your life through the, the power of creating art. I ran into him at a creative mornings session a few months ago. He was looking for people to tell the story or, or provide the, the names of those that maybe have overcome uh, something in their life and, and used art as the sort of the, uh, the therapy that got them through there. So I reached out to him. We talked by phone a few days ago. Uh, his name is Peter Reese, and uh, his documentary series is What Made the Difference? Well, Tom, my name is Peter Reese. Uh, my company is Woven Productions. Been here in Tucson for about five years. And really, my journey has directed me toward telling stories that are kind of universal, even beyond Tucson and beyond any one, uh, one location and one situation, to understanding in people's lives what will make a difference for them, particularly people who are struggling with addiction or relationship problems or physical challenges. What are the things that will help them down the road? And those are things we can discover individually and as a community. And I want to document those in a, in a series of short films that we can all share. And so tell me really quickly about Woven. This is a, it, it's a, a production company or it's a branding company. What, what do you do with, with Woven? Well, Woven Productions is really a, a genesis, Tom, from the work that I've done in creating content and doing documentary filmmaking the last 15 years. And I have done a lot of producing and directing and appearing in, but I really decided I wanted to tell stories that I thought were important. And so I created Woven Productions to be able to do that. 
Okay. And so who is a typical client of, of, of Woven? Do you, do you, is it yourself or do you hire out to companies to help tell their stories? I, I've got one uh, major client um, up in the Denver area that I'm uh, kind of on staff telling their stories of their company and their products and how they're used. Uh, I've done a lot of work in travel and tourism, but Woven Productions, um, the core of it are the kinds of stories that you and I are talking about today. And I've gotten corporate sponsorship for those uh, in terms of not only products and technology, but then also helping to get these stories out there. So I see the family growing over time to get more involvement uh, among companies and organizations that really want to dig in on the stories that are going to help people down the road of life. Okay. That that sort of lays some good good foundation here. I, it seems like there's been a a very interesting journey, my guess is that that brought you to where we are today. Um, well, it, and it, there has time, and we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna hit on some of those things probably today. But uh, it, it's come from a phase, kind of a phase of journey of, of life, um, and those phases have included some pretty singular experiences. I was fortunate to have that included working internationally, working in the United States with uh, inmate populations, with people who are struggling in rural settings. Uh, with working with people in urban environments. And then, as I said, the international, working with really groups uh, of people in very difficult uh, political, oppressed economic situations to try and help them discover ways to earn a living and to form communities. So there's a, there's a lot that goes in there, along with a lot of corporate stuff that kind of brought me to this point. Wow, very interesting. And when when we when I first uh, saw you, we were at a, a session for Creative Mornings, and if so, if anyone's listening and not familiar, Creative Mornings is a uh, it's a national organization with local chapters, and in Tucson we meet on the last Friday of each month, different locations, and usually have a, there's a speaker and a, and a topic. But prior to the um, uh, the the feature, if you will, right. they're an opportunity right. for people to make a little bit of a pitch. And, and I was just immediately sort of drawn because you, you stood up there and said, hey, I'm, I'm working on a documentary and I'd like to find people that have, have had pain or addiction and have, have overcome that. And, and what got me was you were specifically talking about through art, not just you've gotten through this tough part of your life or you're dealing with these challenges, that art was your sort of your outlet. That was very interesting to me. It, it is um, because the the idea that even when we're in pain, we've got the capacity to to create, to bring together, to do something perhaps very tangible. And whether that art form is drawing or painting, uh, it could be creating food. Uh, it could be building something. Uh, a friend of mine is an artist who is a sketch artist that focuses on sketching people on the street and in challenging situations. And they even brighten out, even if they're not the artist, when they see something creative that was that was created around them, about them, they are so uplifted by that. Kind of tell us what you're looking specifically for. How can we help get the word out as, as far as helping you find the right people for your project? Tom, I think that, you know, we've got people that we are in process with, with short segments on these documentaries uh, that have found that outlet for themselves. We also have people who are companions to friends with people 
who are struggling that are working to find an outlet. So it's it's the people that may be in a broken relationship, that may have suffered a significant loss, that addiction has been part of, unfortunately, part of their life journey, that are trying to reach out and do something, whether it's working creatively on, on um, fixing up old cars or re- uh, restoring furniture. So it's the people who are doing it, but it's the people who know somebody who is trying to find that outlet that might want to bring them forward and really elevate and and kind of reward, if you will, their efforts. Because this is a day-to-day thing, Tom, the people we're talking about and talking to. So it's not like they, you know, they finish one, you know, refinish one great grandma's rocking chair and they're done. They're probably people that every day need a little bit of something to help them down the road and to really stay in the game. And, And sometimes that even is, uh, as as granular as not taking their own life, they just need something to keep going. Yeah, it's the audience or, or the, uh, the the demographic that you're looking for. It's interesting because just a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a show here on Downtown Radio that that follows mine a little bit later on Sundays. It's at noon. It's called uh, Hot, uh, Heavy Mental with with Ty Logan, and he deals a lot with 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 some of the same topics that you're discussing. And his particular topic was really his personal story about being exhausted as as a compassionate uh, caregiver that that you know that the that we sometimes we forget that people going through the addictions are not the only individuals that are expending so much uh, emotion and energy and he talked through that that piece of being the you know with them and helping them through that and sometimes that individual needs an outlet as well one of the films coming up in the series is uh, on a man who is a trauma neurologist who has seen uh, in his career time over 50,000 patients. And he was the person that had to tell the the parents of the young woman injured in an accident that their daughter wasn't ever going to walk again. And so he struggled with PTSD. He also has had some chronic, some chronic problems where uh, steroids and prescription drugs were a real temptation for him. And he is the wounded serving the wounded. And he has had to find a creative outlet. And for him, it's in the wilderness, but specifically photography of nature, not photography of people, but photography of places that he feels very grounded and very safe because a lot of his brokenness has come from just confronting the rawness of human emotion. And so he needs a break from that, but I also wanted to, he also wanted to communicate something serene to other people struggling. So yes, it's not only the person that's experiencing the loss and pain, it's those around them as well. And the, the series, it's a documentary series called What Made the Difference? That's the title of the series. And, and I, I'm understanding that it's one uh, segment of each uh, series is an individual and what made the difference for them? That's correct. And, and I started out, the prototype was actually of myself. I, uh, my first wife, uh, died of ovarian cancer, which your listeners probably know that that's a very difficult disease. By the time it's detected, it's usually too late. And she was in just such incredible pain. And our family, obviously loving her, was so painful. And I discovered that if I, I was a percussionist, I would take a conga drum up on the hill near our home, and I would just wail on it. I would just wail on the Congra and cry and pray and just try and let out all my pain 
so that I could go back and be a husband and a father and try and earn a living. So that's what first triggered for me. You know, wait a minute. I did this, but I, I'm not a unique person. What are other people doing to try and deal with trauma in their life? So that was kind of the start of the whole thing. It was my personal journey. <laughs> Excuse me. And so now you've, you've, uh, how many, do you have any of the series uh, already published and, and available for people to watch outside of your own story? There are the, we're about to launch the second one, which is uh, what the doctor ordered, what made the difference in the story of this trauma neurologist in Utah. And that's going to be launching here in the next couple of weeks around the holidays. Where do, where would we see that? Is it, uh, what, what's the uh, YouTube or, or is it on social media somewhere? They can reach out to me either on email to get the links at Peter at Woven Productions, Peter at WovenProductions.com, or there's a website, What Made the Difference, that's uh, that's going to be going up here shortly. Do you have um, a sense of, of how many you plan to do in this series, or is it just going to be you're going to keep recording until you feel like you've covered the, the subject well enough? The um, It's one of those where... I wouldn't be surprised if 10 years from now, the the interest, the involvement is rolling. I mean, I part of who I am is wanting to reach out to as many people and hear as many stories as possible. I've even envisioned, Tom, taking it on the road, you know, in the RV and literally, you know, setting up camp around the country and cities and just letting it be known that I want to talk with people and hear their stories and really just make that a great time of of sharing, uh, of grace, of forgiveness, um, where we can be together to do that. Some of those likely making in a film, but that's the bigger vision I have for this is it really is people finding each other uh, and me finding them at the same time. We're going to go back to the second half of our interview with Peter Reese in just a moment, but I do want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number Three zero eight seven, BK number zero nine zero two four two nine. Equal housing opportunity. I do hope you listen to Paleo Dave every weekday, as I do, from seven to nine a.m. Good, uh, good mix of music to start your day. We're going to get back to the interview we uh, are in the midst of with Peter Reese. Uh, before the break, we talked about uh, some of his series, of What Made the Difference. He had mentioned a doctor uh, that he was featuring, and uh, we're going to find out in the next segment uh, how he came to meet this doctor and, and, and why he featured him on the documentary and, and get some more details about the series, What Made the Difference. Uh, Dr. Dave is somebody that I had reconnected with uh, after many years knowing him uh, as children back in the Midwest, and I'd seen the work he was doing. I heard more about it. I started uh, hearing about his adventures, but also then I started hearing about through his extended family, his real struggles, Tom, that he had in his life. 
and just the chronic pain. He was uh, there. Were, there were many days where he had to see his patients. Uh, he was laying down on the floor or on a gurney next to his patients because of some of his chronic pain and some of the other uh, medical problems he had. So I started hearing about that. I thought, my gosh, I need to reach out to him to at least, you know, be sympathetic to his situation. And from that, I learned more about his photography and what he was doing. And that's really the impetus of it. There's a surprise ending to this uh, this documentary that I don't want to give away. But I think what you're going to see, the viewers will see, is that we can make a difference in each other's lives even when we don't plan on it. And we can make a difference in our own lives, even in spite of ourselves. So I think those are two of the messages that will come through in what the doctor ordered. And I, when, I, when I hear projects like this, I'm always drawn to, first of all, the passion that, that you must have individually to make this work. But then how are people helping you like, with the resources and finances? And what, what do you need and, and how can people support well, on some of these film projects, I've, I, I'm discovering that as I tell the story of the story to be, um, people know somebody. They say, well, you ought to talk to this other person. Or people will point me toward resource people like men mental health professionals that can help me understand what this person might be experiencing. So expanding that broader network of people is really important. But in some of my recent filmmaking projects, I've had companies – for example, GoPro, a lot of people know the GoPro action cameras, um, which are tremendous, you know, for for skateboarding and snowboarding and mountain biking and all that. But from my other professional backgrounds, I know the folks there and they saw some of the projects I was doing and one in particular, and they got me the technology that I needed to shoot that documentary. And after I was done, they said, keep doing this. You know, hang on to the cameras, hang on to the equipment, keep on doing it. So even just those kind of resources, Tom, uh, kind of come to the fore. Um, it's hard to have too big a network when you're dealing with helping people and their struggles. So I would encourage those who know people to get a hold of me, those who might know of places like retreat centers that would be good places to film or bring people um, I'd also like to be able to reward the participants in this documentary series with some respite, some some love, you know, for participating. They're not doing it to get paid, but um, there's one company I'm talking to that makes these really wonderful kind of comforter quilty blankets. I said, well, I'd love to have a bunch of those blankets because I'd love to give a blanket to everybody that I talk to just as a way of bringing comfort to them. So if, you're, if your listeners have ideas like that, you know, they love to quilt and would love to give some quilts to people that could benefit from a kind of a warm hug. Uh, get a hold of me. I would really encourage listeners uh, to just be open, have their eyes open to the people around them that are really kind of inspiring stories, even if the people aren't out to be inspiring. And those are the people that I really want to talk to, not the people that are necessarily giving keynote speech speeches you know, at community luncheons for all they did, but they're people that are just quietly, you know, getting out the watercolors and painting the scenes or sketching people on the street or throwing pots and it's something constructive to do. They're not doing it to get noticed. Um, and this is about showing people examples of what they can do 
rather than necessarily making anybody a national hero. So we're, we're trying to keep this very humble. And so the people you know that are more humble, uh, I can work with them in a way that they, they won't feel, you know, like they're put on a stage. We just we want to tell a beautiful story and and make them feel really good about continuing to do what they're doing. Well, Peter Reese, the documentary series is called What Made the Difference? And it's a series to help people stay in the game another day to be able to find a healthy, productive place in the world. The world starts here. You don't have to go somewhere way far away to see there are people around you that have incredible beauty to them, that have struggles, that have stories to tell. So don't run past what's right around you on the streets of Tucson in a rush to save the world, start getting to know your friends and neighbors, fellow students, and the people down the street, the people you meet on the bus and walking down the road. Those are people that need you too. That is Peter Reese talking about uh, his series, documentary series, What Made the Difference. We'll uh, link to uh, some of his um, contact information from our Facebook page. Did you want to get a hold of him or refer someone over that uh, might be a good subject for one of his documentary series segments? My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. We uh, are in December. That means we've gotten through the Thanksgiving weekend and Giving Tuesday. I want to thank you for uh, support that you provided to our all-volunteer radio station through Giving Tuesday and remind you that it is uh, never too late to jump on that that Giving bandwagon. Uh, You can head over to our website, downtownradio.org, for more information on a single donation or, better yet, maybe a recurring donation. Is those uh, those monthly recurring donations are a great way to help us budget uh, for you know things like rent, utilities, equipment. Uh, don't have to worry about payroll because everyone is a volunteer. If you'd like to know more about the station, uh, you can head over to the website downtownradio.org. And while you're there, given today's topic, you might want to check out some of the mental health resources that uh, we uh, link to, and maybe some of the shows like Heavy Mental with Ty Logan, which will be coming up here at the top of the hour and will be on every Sunday um, with just a really fabulous, uh, candid show. He is honest about uh, his life, his challenges, and does a great job of, uh, of making everything relatable. Between now and the top of the hour, we'll have uh, Ted Prozelski's Words and Work. He talks with writers and members of the labor, labor movement here in Tucson. Always has an interesting uh, take on on uh, uh, what's happening in the world, and his guests are uh, very eclectic as well. And uh, for us on Life Along the Streetcar, next week we got a, a fun show. We, we ran into uh, a couple of individuals from 
the uh, remote Tucson program. I don't know if you uh, remember us talking about that from uh, about a year ago. Individuals were uh, offered an opportunity to come to Tucson with all kinds of perks and benefits and work, uh, you know, potentially remotely and and, uh, and and experience Tucson. We're coming up on a, a year of that program, and I met with uh, Monica and her sister Haley, who uh, uh, are part of of that uh, cohort and wanted to get their sense of how Tucson has been for them. They've got a different background than a lot of people that live in Tucson. So I wanted to pick their brain a little bit. And that was a fun interview. We'll air that uh, next Sunday right here on downtown radio. And if there's a topic you want us to cover something, we should be sharing a hidden gem that others should know about. Uh, email us contact at life along the streetcar.org. You can hit us up on our Facebook and Instagram. You can also, um, uh, tag us. That's a, a great way to uh, to connect us all together and make sure we're we're covering what we need to cover. The um, guest today, Peter Reese, talking about people needing people and, and always uh, being on the lookout for those that uh, could use a, a little pick me up. So we thought we'd leave you with music today. That's pretty appropriate. It's from a a duo from a 2021 album. They are uh, Nicola Conte and Gianluca Patrea. Hope I am saying those names correctly. And their song is quite simply, uh, People Need People. Well, I appreciate you uh, spending some time with us again here this Sunday. My name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a fantastic week and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.